Welcome to this week's Spinfoil Theory. We're about to take a dive into the lore of Destiny the game. Specifically, we'll be giving a high-level scrutiny to popular, emerging, and outlying theories than judging. With that out of the way, let's put on our Spinfoil hats and get a little crazy. Here comes this week's show. Recording. Recording. Yes. Do you need to get one of those things that makes your voice echo so it's like, recording, recording, recording. Recording. Yes. The really bad, like, echo. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Sounds great. Yeah, right. Right now, I have to beatbox those bad echoes. <laughs> someday, someday I'll have. I should get. I should invest in like a little, a little deck, a little sound deck. Just be like, oh yeah, like favorite. I could load up Destiny sounds in it. Just uh, sounds you immediately know what they are. Like I feel like. You know, not just in Destiny 2, like, like, a, like, like, you know what a lightsaber charging up sounds like. Oh, yeah. Like, that is, yeah, that is, that is locked in. I think the core memory, depth charge, the, uh, the thermal detonator, too. That's a fun one. But, uh, anyway, welcome to the Spinfoil Theory Podcast, everyone. We are your hosts. Uh, this is Red Leader Taylor. And uh, with me, as always, is Lady Lucida. How are you doing this week, Lucy? Hanging in there. Yeah, it's best you can. It's a tough week. Yep. Indeed a Rooney. Mm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, sometimes it's all you can do, and that's okay, too. Um, yeah. Uh, this week, guys, we're here to, you know, I, I think, I think we're gonna, it's going to be a follow-up to the sort of theme we've been doing of this season, which has been great. I know some people, some people, some people out there, well, I feel like, you know, you know the, you know how they say, like, you're never going to please everyone? Yeah. I feel like Destiny is, is living proof of that, because someone is always upset. <laughs> I, I kid, I kid. We, we do have our, we do have our moments where, uh, where everyone is generally happy with things, but, uh. And then they quickly just skew back to the other way, like a couple weeks later. But um, it's okay. I'm a Destiny fan too. I understand. <laughs> but uh, it's it's been it's been a heavy season, and I think at least we can all agree, lore wise, it's been great. Yeah, it has been absolutely great. We've gotten so much insight into characters in ways that I don't think we really could have done before, just because of when the story takes place and the relationship we have with those characters. Um, but one thing to follow up on our recent stuff that we get to explore is the mind of Callus in the duality dungeon. Yes. Now, a lot of the lore, uh, which is one thing I really like about, about this dungeon takes place while you're playing it. And there are these 12 little memories you can steal while you're in there. And it sort of tells you a lot of background, like Callus' side of things, really. I think is a good way to put it, because like you've he- you hear these stories in other places in Destiny uh, from this season and from before, and it's really just like what's going through his head when when he's doing these things. Oh yeah, and so yeah, um, and it's just it's really because what's really cool about it, I guess, is a good way to round this off is that it, you don't just learn about Callus. You learn about other characters 
through learning about Callus too. So just perfectly, perfectly well done. Um, I think uh, in in like the the sort of reward you get for seeking out all these different uh, lore related items. But uh, but yeah. So when the dungeon starts, if you're not familiar, I guess maybe, you know, spoilers ahead if you haven't played the dungeon, but go play it. It's great. Yep. It's pretty fun. It's pretty. Go uh, play. Yeah. Topsy turvy. (laughs) It reminded me. Yeah, I really like it. Uh, So, you know, dot, 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 this point forward, we're talking about the dungeon. So, you know, warning, warned. (laughs) <laughs> if it matters to you. Um, I I really like the mechanic of the uh, the two sides to navigating the ship. Like, uh, in, in what I guess we can call the Nightmare Realm. I don't really know how else to describe it. It's yeah. full of nightmares, and it's the same color as the nightmares. Um, so basically, what you do, if you, if you don't know, and you've chosen to stick with us, um, is you navigate your way through this uh mishmash of leviathan like it's not you're in callus is like kind of like his mind or like an echo of his mind so you're not really navigating much through the leviathan from from the trophy room but you're 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 navigating through his memories in a lot of ways and it's you're on there's like a normal side where Everything looks like sort of like the opulent way it used to on his uh, on his ship, and then you have the nightmare side where you're no longer fighting loyalists; you're fighting the Red Legion. And you know, uh, typically one of the mechanics, uh, especially when you're in like a darkness zone or like a combat uh, area of the uh, of the dungeon, you uh, the nightmare is like starts to collapse in on you. Um, so you, you got to do stuff over there in a limited, a limited amount of time, but, uh, and then all throughout it are these memories you can, you can steal and yeah, it's, it's pretty, it's pretty cool. But, uh, the, the large part of the dialogue that you get, uh, whether you find the, uh, memories or not is callous reflecting on being overthrown. I think really largely his, his relationship specifically with, uh, Keitel and Gaul is very cool um but you know what it reminded me of lucy the uh the mission with the with the going to the two the two different versions of the of the same place Mm -hmm. typically as you like move through reminded me of the uh the time travel mission in uh in titanfall 2 except you're not like hopping around while you're doing it (laughs) yeah like go to the you go to specific places to do it but yeah i i ooh, i want it i want i want to be able to like snap my fingers or do a thumbs up <laughs> like an A-OK <laughs> and, uh, and dig, dig through it but um, so yeah um, you learn some cool stuff in this investigation like you learn because uh, cause, uh, and you also oh actually I guess I should say it this way uh, starting over um, you, you gain a lot of information through the items, uh, many of the items, not all of them, uh, that, that you get, f- that you're rewarded from the raid also, like the, uh, the, uh, sort of like nightmarish, uh, weapons like the, uh, the new purpose or, 
or the uh, the new sword. What is the new sword's name? Heart Shadow. Also, uh, also has some dialogue on it. So it's like it's not the not the opulent weapons, but the uh, the other stuff. The more nightmare looking weapons from the mm-hmm. dungeon. Mm-hmm. And it's it's pretty cool. So like we learned some interesting things as we as we go through. And we were talking about this earlier, Lucy. Gaul was ready to kill Callus. Yeah. In the dungeon, he says uh, that he was he would have executed Callus, but Keitel stayed his blade. Which mm-hmm. is interesting. Very interesting. I think. I think it's you know I've said this I've said this before I think in the last couple episodes especially I really think that Dominus is kind of like a shogun, like power. Yeah, definitely. I could definitely see that. Yeah, like you still had you still had Empress. She was still Empress. They didn't like completely get away from that, but like he had all like the day to day like real power. And then he just kind of you know took the army and bailed. <laughs> like, Pretty much, he's like, like he's like yo. This army here, yo, the Red Legion, this is dope, this is cool. I see that big golf ball over there, we're gonna go take it. I'll be back. <laughs> and then he never came back. He died. Yeah. And then M- Kaito, I can just see her just with her hand in her hands like, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. Because you learn, um, and we'll, we'll, we'll go over this a little more in depth during the, uh, during our episode on the Sever missions. Um, because at the time of this recording, they're still they're still a little in progress, just a little in progress. Just a wee bit. I think there's one more next week. I think. Well, there's. Well, because we had part one of Kaitos. Each one is two parts. Yeah. So. Yeah. We so, did two for then, Crow. We did two for Zavala. That was really sad. The Guardian by the needs way. one too. Do they? Do we, they? We took. We did. We did the thing. We're the only one who did the thing. Then that's not. That doesn't need to like do any nightmare stuff. True. I mean, I guess we don't have to, but there is an extra week there. That could be like the last week, but I don't. I think it's probably going to happen over the next two weeks, just because um, from the time of this recording. Just because uh, I know there's going to be like, it's not Guardian Games. It's like the Solstice event is going to happen. Some some events happening this season, and that's going to be like three weeks long. But I think just because uh, I think, yeah, there's two more of the bobbleheads. There's two more uh, callous robots to talk to. Yeah, there's this week's and the next week's and that's it. Yeah. And so I think I think I think we'll get those two. I don't think they'll save. I mean, they'll probably save something for the end. But like, I think I think in two weeks, you'll start seeing everybody with the uh, with the uh, with the Reaper title. Yeah. Cause that that should be that should be uh should be let go. But it really you know, kinda shifting back to uh Callus and Gaul here. It's really interesting and Callus and Kaidel. It's really interesting how almost shocked he is by the betrayal. Because he's just he sits there and he says, you know, I'm paraphrasing, of course, and uh, we'll we'll link to the uh, the actual full dialogue in the uh, in the show notes. So no worries if you if you need to hear it or you haven't like collected everything yet. We got you. Yes. He's 
he like can't believe they're doing this to him. Like he did so much for his people. Like like the way he says it is it's it's really like like he's hurt. Like he really thought he was doing everyone a favor. He freed the scions. He he stopped them having like he made it so everyone could he made everyone a little more opulent. It's I guess like the best way to put it and he was so surprised that even the Zions, like even even other people, would rebel against him. <laughs> Wild. But like we've heard we've heard before that, you know, like, oh, he pushed he pushed their society too fast, you know, they didn't they didn't want to uh you know, they were just too set in their ways. Like you can't take people who've been doing stuff for how how old are the cabal? Like millennia? <laughs> like they're, yeah, they're they, really they are old. Yeah. And and just like, you know, upend everything. That's exactly what he did. And they punished him for it. But it seemed like, you know, through some of the uh between what you hear, especially in the beginning, uh up like like the the first like handful of memories, I think it's like three to four that you get up into that part where you learn about, uh, I think it's right before the first encounter that you learn about, um, Kyle letting Gaul live. You learn kind of from these, uh, between them and, uh, some of these lore entries that Kyle Kyle had been shifting away from her father for a really long time and he just couldn't see it. Yeah, I think it was very his, uh, slow. Sword. I think the one of the last, yeah. I guess, straws that broke the camel back, camel's back. I think definitely was when um, Callus killed her dog. I think that was probably like, I won't say that was like the last, but that's like kind of, especially if you look at the lore tab, for the weapon, Unforgiven. Unforgiven. and she she doesn't blame like her servant who Callus ordered to kill the dog she just gets pissed off mm -hmm. at Cal like it's not like if you as we've seen in in previous learns if you don't do what Callus says he he executes you so like mm. it's crazy oh yeah i uh he, he's you know he's often described in some of these in some of these uh lore entries especially uh that are about uh, Kyle growing up um, as just sort of always being drunk and like, just like saying something through like a haze of wine. Yeah. Yeah. So he's really not, he's really not all there. He's like not really paying attention to her. Um, it's kind of sad. He's very much a neglectful yeah. father. Yeah. And she even talks about that, I think, in that same lore entry. The start of it, she's just like, yeah, he was never really there. Oh, that always makes me sad. Uh, Keitel, you deserved better. Keitel deserved better. Callus, mm -hmm. stop being such a deadbeat. Jesus. Mm. It's just sad. Makes me sad. I think... Yeah, he really is, and he... He, he does these... Things like he and he talks about why he killed the killed the dog. And it's it's out of like jealousy. Yeah. He couldn't 
I mean, again, paraphrasing, but he was heartbroken that she she seemed to love the dog more than him. Yeah. Well, I mean, Callus is just an egotistical maniac narcissist. Oh, 100%. So... 100%. He saw Kaito loving her puppy as, like... I don't say, like, a betrayal, but, like... He's like, no, the only thing she should love is me. Like, very greedy mm -hmm. and selfish. Yeah. And that's... What's really funny is that's that's kind of... In a lot of ways, that's... It makes perfect sense because that's really what he's offered guardians. It is you know what I mean? Like a you know, like why should you help the, the Vanguard in the last city? Come get paid. Doesn't that sound familiar? Yeah. Come come live the opulent life. Exactly. Yeah. And that's how he gets that's how he gets a catapasis. Man, it's so weird to know how that's pronounced. Now. Yeah, no, because like, neither, I, 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 neither of the like re, everyone reads like, oh, it's catabasis, and no, it's catab mm -hmm. something else. And I was like, huh? Like when Callus yeah, said I, that, I was like, yeah. huh? Hey? I heard a lot of people saying catabases, and I was like, that doesn't seem right. Yeah, that doesn't seem right. Yeah. But the uh, or uh, not or like yeah, catab but the uh, catabasis, catabasis. But, uh, but yeah, so and, and then like remember like we made the discovery and I think like then this season came out and they start saying it in game. I was like, ooh, yeah, see. Like, oh. A lot of time for me, I'm just like, oh, that's how it's pronounced. Then I feel really stupid. Mm -hmm. I'm just like, oh. Oh god, it was like uh, it was like when uh we heard Kabir's name get pronounced the first time. Yes. From Praedith in D1. Uh, that was a big one for anyone who doesn't know. Uh. Kabir is, I think, most likely, and it means something, and I want to say in, like, Urdu or, or uh, uh, a language that uses this writing, but, like, it, I, I thought, I've thought for some time, and I kind of got this uh, confirmed with a few more knowledgeable people about language on uh, Destiny Lore subreddit here uh, in the last week or two, but uh, basically Kabir, it's, it's spelled K-A-B-R, so people are like Kaber, like, you know, not sure how to spell it. But what's what's interesting about that is if you do like a one-to-one -one translation into Perso-Arabic te text, uh, often, um, or not often, but, uh, you know, you can find, and maybe it's often, like, I, I, don't, I don't actually uh, know too, too much about how, how shorthand it is presented. But, like, a way of writing is, like, leaving out uh, vowels and, um, and, like, certain letters so that you can, like, write faster. Because like it'll be assumed what those letters are. Yes, shorthand. Yeah, it's kind of it's kind of like a shorthand. Uh, so uh, in this case, like, and it's actually like Kabir, uh, like a like a aw because they just write like the major, the major sounds. So in this case, that would be like the K, and it would be the like the LF. That's like the A where you get that sound from. And then like they would leave out the I, because it's just yeah uh, yeah Kabir, and just end it. And yeah, that was wild. That's so that interesting. Yeah. Um, um, I didn't know that. Yeah. The more you. Yeah, I uh, I noticed it. I noticed it once I heard it. Uh, just because at the time I was still in school and I was studying Farsi as my foreign language. See, so you smart. <laughs> yeah, I just, I just, I just tried some different stuff when I was younger. <laughs> but, Ooh, <you're> <laughs> 
<laughs> but yeah, so that that was a cool one too. Um, shifting us back uh, a little bit though, there's the one thing that's that's so interesting is when you get to when you get to I guess like just just post the first encounter. Because the, the the first encounter is a little weird. Like you 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 figure out why he made Galron. Yeah, and he demon made, baby. Is that affectionately yeah, called demon, Galron? Well, su- I mean, we knew why he made Galron when Crown of Sorrow came out. That was in the lore. There was a web entry, but what I thought was really mm-hmm. funny is the picture that they have. Like they have like the banners for it. The interesting is the picture showed a scion at first, but they said they did that on purpose because um, they didn't want to spoil what Galron looked. Oh you know, I'm thinking about this. I'm I'm thinking about this. I think this is kind of conclusive evidence that Callus outsmarted Sabathun. I mean, did he? I mean, how can I? He's the only person, the only person, who seems to have gotten involved in some of her machinations. And come out ahead, and even in control of the thing that she that she like created to to kind of like trap him and 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 mess with him. He was smart enough to figure out he shouldn't put on the crown she gave him. Yeah, that's true. He made a he made a clone, and and all the clones are like like this perfect swap of like him and his family's DNA. Yeah. So he makes he makes a clone just so they can wear the thing. Mm-hmm. And this helps him in his quest. He then he then he then gets us, the guardian, to go in and just like kill the thing while it's running amok. He's like, yeah, this whoa, weird. Got out of control. And we go like, oh, we got you, buddy. Kill, kill, kill. And then he uses that aboard the Glycon to finally. Uh, cross the threshold and commune directly with the witness. Like, he wouldn't be where... Like, he's the only one. Either she helped him for reasons that have yet to be... yet to be uh, revealed to us, or he... he survived one of her traps and used it to his advantage. True. You got me there. You got me there. Yeah, like he totally flipped it. Yeah. We twist out the spicy, the spicy theory. A spicy take that Callus was mm-hmm. the only person to outsmart Sabathu. Mm-hmm. Very interesting. Very interesting indeed. Mm-hmm. And then the next encounter is the vault encounter, in which you open something that should not have been opened. Well, that's what Callus says. Callus says. Uh, there are some doors you cannot close. Mm-hmm. I, I found that very interesting because it's it's a, it's an echo of 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 his of his memories. It's it's like a portion of himself that got left behind. Yeah. Um, and we're totally using uh, psychometry to uh, to to figure out what's going on. And I'm just I'm so intrigued. By, because because you know how I talked about like what if he's already dead. 
Or what if he's no longer alive in a way that we can perceive? Yeah. And I'm just starting to think like he's leaving echoes. He's the, I I just I'm I'm starting to I want to see how this season ends because I I really am starting to wonder. I'm starting to wonder if if what we're dealing with is not not even callous just a anymore. Nightmare. Yeah. Interesting. Because he's well, because like everyone who's close to him is is calling like the last since Witch Queen began. And he came through in Vox uh, Obscura. Mm-hmm. It, you know, I was playing through it again recently, and Callus uh, uh, and Kaidel talking about Callus in there is just like, yeah, this doesn't make any sense. Like, my dad's a lot of things, but he's never done this before. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And then this season, it gets into you know he's serving a different, he's serving something. He's acting like he's no longer in it for himself. Every yeah. other thing that he's done was for him. And so I think I think in a lot of ways what a lot of people see from that is that, you know, he's become a disciple. And I think that's a really strong I think that's a really strong I think a lot of things are pointing to that. No argument there. Or at very least, I think we can all agree, uh, even even with what I'm saying, he is a tool of the witness now. For sure. For sure. No argument there. It's just it seems that I think what he did was, you know how he can inhabit stuff? I think I think he must have inhabited the egregore. Hmm. Maybe. Because now they're also using the egregore to spread his consciousness. Which is like, ooh. Maybe. <laughs> like, no, yeah. thank you. He's, he's a giant, uh, he's a giant cordyceps monster. <laughs> We're slowly turning into Last of Us. No thanks. <laughs> uh, um, and so, yeah, it is. It is just absolutely, absolutely wild to me that he has been. I guess as successful as he's been. Yeah. Because I feel like Callus, by and large, has been like a joke to everyone. Like, yeah, we're not going to worry about this. Yeah, do what you want. We're, yeah, you can't do shit. <laughs> like, <laughs> we'll just go murder him if he tries to pull something. Have fun on the Leviathan Guardian. Like, like, just a lot of, like, no one really taking what he seems to be doing seriously. And I kind of like that just out of nowhere. Like, you have the in the Light and Dark Saga, you had this dude who was like, hey, man, I heard you guys were pretty cool. <laughs> like, <laughs> I want to see what you can do. For fabulous prizes. <laughs> like, let's go. <laughs> and and I liked that he had like this loose connection to uh to to the uh the bad guy from the uh the Red War campaign. But uh now that it's been now that it's been fleshed out it's it's a little wild because everything he did, even using us, was to serve a purpose. Like when when he came into the soul system, he came here with a a pretty you know all things considered and looking back, like hindsight being what it is, that was a pretty strong plan. Yeah. Like the whole time he's been here, he's been like emulating and working on different ways to to become disciple. To be witnessed. And he did it. 
from using the Guardian, from using his shadows. Like everything. You know, it it's really interesting. He he really thought Um The Shadows were kind of like a backlash, right? Like a like a like a like a lashing out. But that comes after he like just rides the out of control Leviathan to the edge of the universe and, and gets a taste. Gets gets that uh, that clarity of of what he should do with himself now. And it's very much like, you know, I, I he figures out what this next level of life is through darkness and, and disciplehood. And he immediately is like, yeah, no, 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 no. Now it makes sense. I had to be exiled. Like, I deserve to be the last yeah. cabal. You definitely see, like, his personality change as from, like, when he was emperor to... After getting exiled and then meeting the witness, you see like this definite shift in his like motivation. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and it's a shift and it's it's a. Uh... It's it's like a cruel focus, like he's he's doing it for revenge. It's yeah, it's like a revenge thing now, too. True. And he just does not have any remorse for anyone he's he's gonna do stuff to. Oofed. I really enjoyed, um, you know, obviously, uh, like you pointed out um, in Unforgiven, the text, how he kills her dog, yeah. uh, and starts to go by it. But I I enjoyed that. You know, you see this, you see this cap, this, this, this scene, I think it's in, um, New Purpose, where Gaul has won another victory in, in the fighting pits. Yeah. Mm hmm And he's coming to dine with the Emperor as, like, part of his reward. And he shows up and, like, I, I... It sounds like they have almost a, uh, like a decorative pet mm -hmm. as like a status, status symbol or something called a chittick. And, you know, she, she doesn't care for her. She's like squishing it, like throwing, like ringing it about it. Apparently doesn't have a spine. It's squishy. So, yeah. It's like a little, it's like a, it's like a, it's like a decorative slime <laughs> that they, <laughs> Like in Dragon Quest, it's just a, it's a little guy. <laughs> I guess it's it's like part of their formal wear. Well, yeah, fuck that. Gaul doesn't wear that. Yeah. Gaul shows up wearing basically his armor, I guess, and not not putting up with that, not uh, not not changing who he is for 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 um for Callus. And I think this is. It seems like almost it's past. Uh, you know, she's already like kind of looking down on on her father and and all this, but uh, it's really interesting. Like she it, she kind of decides like she's gonna be like Gaul. Like she's not gonna be like her dad. He wants to be cool. Yeah, she like idolizes him. Yeah, because she uh, what is it that that opens up with her playing with the Chittick? 
I guess like it's a sword, but like reenacting what she had seen Gaul do, which was, I guess, tear off the uh, his opponent's head. Not cut, tear. Seems a little much, but... Well, twist okay. and pull. Right? They could have just killed him, but no. <laughs> Gotta be extra about it. Need a gift, right? Um, and then there are some interesting things. Uh, is you get the uh, the Deep Explorer Guild, which is the hockey themed uh, gear mm-hmm. from the uh, from the dungeon, and it's the Deep Explorer series. And I'm I'm pretty sure it's the same. Yeah, the lore tab. I think the lore tabs are like maybe slightly different, maybe. I don't know, because I've seen people on Reddit combine all of them into, like, one oh. big... I think it's because each armor piece is, like, apart. Redacts different stuff? Yeah, I think. I can... Oh. What is interesting is that it seems like the Cabal species are kind of like seahorses. And kangaroos. Mm-hmm. Where, like, it looks like the males... Cause like he has, oh, he talks yeah. about having like a pouch, a little pouch. Mm-hmm. And she crawled up. Yeah, his brood pouch. Yeah, and um, quote: "I did not see her mother for those eight weeks. She stood watch outside my nursing chamber." So. Aww. It seems like they're very much like seahorses, where like the male seahorses are the ones who kind of give birth with air quotes Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah like the yeah they they, uh they hold the uh the child through its gestation yeah yeah he uh he had a hard time letting her go as she grew up yeah i think that's that's always hard for any parent to do as you watch your kid grow up Yep, at a point you gotta you gotta let them go. They gotta leave the nest at some point. Yeah. If you hold too tight, that's just gonna make them want to leave even more. It's a. And it uh, it explains it explains a lot of the uh, the feelings he expresses, you know, in killing Milo. In, because because like his side of the story is pretty interesting. Like he he does it to teach her loss. Yes. Like, the way he tells it, it's almost like, you know, like, you know, that this is what my dad did to me. Like, this is how you learn to be an emperor, right? Yeah. He's like, you, you, there are times when, you know, you're a ruler and you lose. Like, that's, yeah. and it's supposed to be hard. But, like, I think Callus's way of going about doing it wasn't exactly the best. Yeah. He may have had somewhat okay intentions, but I think murdering your child's beloved pet to teach her loss is not the way to go about it. Yeah, he didn't have to go all, uh, gosh, that, that's what they did to him in the uh, the Halo TV series. Oh, no. Don't remind yeah, yeah, me yeah, about yeah. that. That doesn't exist. <laughs> that doesn't exist in my mind. Master Cheeks. Uh, uh, Master Cheeks. That's what yep. I call him instead you see, of Master that Cheeks. Is, that, is the, that is the USNC's ass. That is no, <laughs> don't say that. That's horrible. <laughs> it is definitely an interesting interpretation of Halo's canon. I will just leave it at that. Uh, because um, some people <laughs> like it, and that's okay. Me, personally, 
I thought it was an interesting interpretation of the Halo canon. Yeah, I, I feel like I feel like people probably would have generally liked it if it. It's so. I'll, I'll put it to you this way, guys. As a fan, as a fan, more recent fan, granted, but of the of the Halo series, it just felt like they wrote a story and then kind of slapped Halo on it. Yeah. Or maybe borrowed a couple things from Halo, but really just kind of like slapped slapped some some branding on it when they didn't really need to. Yeah, that's 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 my sentiment as well. I'm very much like, yeah. it, it, I just don't. I just didn't like. I did. I didn't like it. I didn't like it at all. It made yeah, no like, sense. I think, Especially the yeah. ending. The ending. I was like, I'm sorry. What? Oh, okay. Dude. Yeah, the whole... we could do a special, a whole special episode about the Halo show about and why the Halo it's... thing. Yeah, because I mean, I don't. Why it? Why it? maybe shouldn't have been called Halo, because I don't think the story by itself is necessarily bad. Um, but it's just you have, especially if you were a fan of the games coming into it, or like yep. you were mildly aware of the games, or yep. any of the other extra media, any of the other extra media, you may have had some expectations yes. that are totally fair. Yes, I mean, you would assume... That a Halo show would at least take some inspiration, and they took yeah very little. And oh, uh, yeah, we we could do a whole special episode where we talk do about the our opinions. On... Do you want to do you want to hear do you want to hear a little a little prediction? Oh no, because I think they're getting a second season. They but do are you getting a, little a prediction second that, season. That you're gonna that you're gonna tell me to like don't put that out into the world. No, no, don't tell me. The only thing the only thing they're really gonna keep from the games is the rampancy. Oh no, <laughs> no, probably you're probably right. You're probably right. They're gonna just they're probably I don't even know, man. I don't know anything. All Only I know thing is that... that they keep is the thing that people like dislike the most. <laughs> Probably they'll they'll just say, "Oh, I mean, I don't know, man. I don't know." You guys asked us to do a bunch of stuff from the games, and now we've taken up pretty much everything from Infinite. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's just it's definitely. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh. I'm sorry, I shouldn't do that, but it's just like, you know, you know, when every when everything goes in the worst way. Murphy's Law. Whatever. Yeah, or That it, is literally yeah. my life in a nutshell is Murphy's Law. Huh. 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 You would almost like rather rather they had just chosen to not do a series. Yeah. <laughs> pretty much. I'm like, uh oh. okay. Yeah, and, and, and make no mistake, if you if you liked it. That's fair too. It's just I think it, I think more we're we're just venting from the having having expectations going in. Yeah, like I I'm a big yeah. like my first video game I ever played was the Halo Combat Evolved. Like that was the first game I ever played. So the Halo series kind of holds a special place in my heart, and watching it be I don't know changed mm -hmm. a lot i mean i get it you want to bring in new people that's cool but like there's a it's a there's a, a tightrope you yeah. have to balance where you don't want to alienate your current player base but you also want to you know bring in new people mm -hmm. i feel like they uh, tip the scales too far in one direction and alienate a lot of their fans because 
Now, at least 343 came out and said this is a alternate timeline. The silver cannon. <laughs> I'm like, okay, good. I don't have to think about it. Because it's not. Dude, if they ever do a, a, uh, an infinite Master Chiefs, like Master Chiefs on Infinite Earths thing, where he gets to meet the other Master Chiefs, all the other ones are going to be so pissed this guy got to get laid and take his helmet off. Yeah. Because, <laughs> like, in the... In the canon, air quotes, real canon, real, I guess, main timeline, I don't know what you call it. Master Chief doesn't care. He doesn't have time. He's just like... He's kind of asexual. Yeah. I don't know if he's asexual or that... I mean, you also have to remember, like, some stuff in the show was, like, the same. Like, they did have mm-hmm. in their augmentations they basically kind of became well they were disciplined and they'd like i'm pretty sure the spartans they knew they got taken from their fans but they didn't they didn't care they don't like this is i want to say they were volunteered by their parents Mm-mm, they were not volunteered by their parents they were not oh. spartan here's the thing i'm spartan twos they were Force, I won't say force, but they were taken from their families, replaced with a Flash clone, which is, that's what happened in the series. Spartan 3s willingly, I say willingly with air quotes, it's kind of murky, because basically they, all of Spartan 3s were orphans. All of them. They were all orphans from the Covenant, and the UNSC was like, yo, kids, you want to get back at the Covenant for ruining your lives? Kids are like, yeah, like, all right, come with us. And then they became Spartans. Yeah. <laughs> That's basically what happened. And then Spartan 4s. Spartan 4s are really interesting. Because Spartan 4s, those are, that's like post, that's like Halo 4, Halo Infinite era. They're basically soldiers, like ODSTs, yeah. people in the Marines, the UNSC, that are very, very good. Like mm-hmm. Buck, for example. Buck was in it. Is. He's not dead. Is an exceptional ODST. He fought in Reach. He fought in the. Uh, on Earth. In. Uh, Alexander. I think it's New, yep. New Alexander. New Mombasa. Sorry. Yep. In New Mombasa. Like he helped a lot and he is an exceptional soldier. And as a result of his exceptional track record, he became a Spartan 4. Like, that makes sense. I know a lot of people harp on the Spartan 4s, but it makes sense to me, I guess. Like, I know a lot of people... Decades after the initial Spartan program, yeah, that they it's can like, do it to other people? Like, like they yeah, don't need to, sense. like, take children. Like, kidnapping mm-hmm. children and indoctrinating them into becoming Spartans. Human weapons is really messed up. <laughs> don't do that. Stop. Yeah. But I, I think, just like, Spartan 4s, I think Spartan 4s are really cool. I like them. I just wish... I don't know. Because what is really interesting is there's in Halo 4, there was this little, like, story thing with your multiplayer Spartan called Spartan Ops, and a lot of people hated it. But now, with Halo Infinite, people are asking for that to come back, which is ironic, because hmm. you can never you can never satisfy players. Never. There's always going to be somebody. Yeah. I liked Spartan. I thought they were kind of cool. But yeah. something that was really interesting in Spartan Ops is that, like, 
some of the Spartan fours were very full of themselves. Like, oh, look at me. I'm a Spartan now. I'm cool. And it's like, mm-hmm. yes, you're a okay, Spartan, but... but doesn't mean you're like Master Chief level. Like Master Chief, he's different. Mm-hmm. Also because he's a Spartan 2 and you're a Spartan 4. Different. Mm-hmm. Although I think it's funny watching watching uh, watching Buck suddenly be like a foot taller was pretty hilarious. Oh yeah, no, it was kind of funny. I mean, they do get like some augmentations. A little bit, yeah. but it's not as... It's funny. It's also the armor makes them a little bit taller too. But what is really interesting yeah. is now Buck is no longer a part of Fireteam Osiris. He now has Alpha 9 back his old squad of ODSDs that are now all nice. Spartan 4s. And I'm like, yo, yes. give we me need that. that game. That's what I'm saying. I want to play like, I want to be the rookie again. Oh. Ooh. Huh. Yeah. Huh. Huh. Unfortunately, huh. the rookie is dead, unfortunately. When did the rookie die? Uh, in the comics, he died. What? Yeah, he's, he's dead. He's dead. Why would they do this? Um... Because I don't know, man. What? Oh, I'm sorry man. to break it to you. As soon as you said, oh, he can play as the rookie. And I was like, oh, no. Oh, no. Oh. Dang. Well, yeah, basically because they were, they were going after some insurrectionists. And it turns out, I think Mickey, he was actually pro-insurrectionist and betrayed them. And then, um, yeah, rookie tried to stop everything. And he died. This is a terrible, this is a terrible comic. I know. <laughs> but it's really interesting, though, because, like, Mickey, he did end up going to jail and everything. Mm, and he got caught. So, like, he, he did get punished for that, for his crimes. And it's a lot, it's really interesting, like, that, um, yeah, that, it's it's the whole squad, Mickey included, is now Spartan. But basically, I think Mickey is trying to atone for what he did. Like, he realized he kind of messed up Killing there. the rook. He, he got, well, he didn't, like, wasn't the one who pulled the trigger. He was just kind of, I think it was, like, the insurrectionist leader is the one who pulled the trigger. Lame. I haven't actually read that comics or issue book series. Gotcha. I'm not sure if it's a book or a comic. Lore. But I know that gotcha. the rookie died because of insurrectionist and Mickey was involved. And mm. all of Alpha 9 got really pissed off at Mickey. They're like, bro, our homie. But actually, yeah. you know what? Speaking of insurrectionists. Yeah. Bring it us, bring it us back in. Bring it back. Sorry um, about that random little Halo cycle. Oh, no, that was fun. That was we'll fun. turn that into... Yeah, I, we, we could always make an episode... It's a preview uh, for a new episode. That's yeah. a preview for uh, our next special episode on the Halo series. It's just series. a taste. There yeah. you go. It's just a taste. Just a taste. <laughs> uh, the creepy radio just a taste voice. Um, oh, okay. But speaking of insurrectionists, it's really... Interesting. The because I I don't think I thought about this till today, but those those nightmares that we fight. Yeah. I want to say like that that uh, servant of Atzat. I want to say that's that's we've never met that guy before, have we? I don't think so. The scion? That's got to be a callous nightmare. Maybe. Because it wouldn't make sense. Because Atzat rebelled. Yeah. Atzat did not remain loyal. And I think it's in a Red Legion outfit, but it's kind of hard to tell sometimes with the uh, with the with nightmare, the, the, the nightmare effect. Yeah. Yeah. 
But it's it's so interesting how much of this is affecting Callus in the same way that it's affecting us. Like in in the Duality Dungeon, which uh, the second encounter is um, first one's Galran, second one is the uh, the vault. I think they're like yeah, yeah the, the cabals, like the three different generals mm-hmm, of Amunarath. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's a uh, Kaha- so here we go. It's Kahak sworn of a Munareth. Mm-hmm. Um, Amanut sworn of Moli Moli. Yep. And the nightmare of Uroa sworn of Shayatet. Yeah, and I believe those those three people are all people who participated in the coup. If I'm not mistaken. Let me see. Yeah, they all did. They all participated in the Midnight Coup. Yep. Yeah, dippers. So basically, these are all like basically generals or mm-hmm. leaders of. I don't say generals. Basically, like I won't say like bodyguards, generals. Basically, they. It makes sense because the. The coup against Callus. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Yeah, uh, all of his all of his nightmares are uh, are people who were attached to the coup. I'm guessing these are people maybe who led the charge. Possibly, yeah, I can definitely see that. Um, obviously, because like the generals, like the the real leaders, aren't gonna lead from the front. Yeah. Except for Gaul. Everyone else commands their commands their armies, kind of like in a more traditional way. I've noticed that Gaul was the only one who really liked to like go out and do shit himself. He's like, "Fine, I'll do it my very much Thanos ask. Fine, I'll do mm-hmm. it myself." Basically, but I think that comes with being like a gladiator. Uh, and like that being like how you show strength to your troops is by like, you know, rickety rocketing people, like destroying everyone, ripping off their heads. tearing off but yeah so it's really interesting when you get to the vault you meet these three generals who are all sworn to uh people who led the midnight coup and i'm I'm imagining this is they're like swarming in the room probably very similarly to how they swarmed him because you it's interesting as you get up to that part you go through places in the leviathan i don't think you've been before like like the crypt uh where all like his ancestors are buried in the leviathan that's how much they exiled him they, they sent him with his whole family except for kyle yes what were you saying though sorry no i just it's really interesting that like they basically exiled him so hard, they basically put him in a crypt. Mm-hmm. That's basically what the Leviathan is. It's basically this giant crypt. Yeah. And yeah. like, fine, go go away. We don't want to deal with you anymore. Yeah. And I'm guessing the uh Well the the, the one thing that confuses me is is I guess he developed the cloning operation on his own. Yeah. Which is very smart. But it was just like, 
that there would even be the technology in there for him to figure out how to do that. Yeah, I'm kind of like, mm, Cabal, are you really thinking there? Yeah, like you could have. I don't think he needed a close thing. Out. Uh, I'm gonna be honest, but uh, yeah. So you learn uh, in in that part that, uh, as I think we mentioned earlier, all of all of the clones are based on Callus's like familial line of DNA. Yeah. He like pulled out select ones, and I think that's I think that's who comes out to create the uh, the pathways. Mm-hmm. He like gets the best ones, and he's like, "All right, you're gonna have like this guy's this, and that guy's that. This guy's proteins, and that person's proteins, and her proteins." I'm gonna take everyone's genes, and I'm gonna uh, mix it together in a big and a little drop of my own. <laughs> it's like um. The professor who made the Powerpuff Girls. Gotta do this and add a little bit of this and a little bit of that. And alakablam. Accidentally add Chemical X. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, God, the professor. Yeah, that's so funny. I haven't thought about that show in forever. Oh, man. I just, I just think what? in memes. That's all I do. I like it. I like it. I like it. What is it? Did you know? Did you know he, uh, what is it? Mojo Jojo does the same scene. Basically, where when he creates the uh, the rowdy rough boys, that's funny. Yeah, he adds snip snails and puppy dog tails, and then he purposely adds the chemical X. But I think he pretends to do it on accident. That's funny. <laughs> Add the little bit of chaos it needs, but uh, <laughs> so I. <clears throat> Yeah, I just I just find it so interesting that, you know, he's got loyalists in there with him. Like he has actual people to talk to. And then he immediately is like, I'm gonna, you know, start breeding this for that. Cause, you know, we start fighting those um Galron clones, I wanna say I wanna say that's who comes up the baths. Like they just don't have the helmet on yet. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. The big baby that would come out. Yep. We were like, I remember the joke back then. Like, I think before it was like really confirmed they were all clones. We were like, this guy was just trying to have a bath. He was just waking up, you know, mm, bath time. My favorite. I just got out of the spa. I am refreshed. I am revitalized. I am ready to kick mm -hmm. butt. And then we just go. <laughs> yeah. And then all these guys are just waiting to kick your ass as soon as you oh, take the elevator. Yes. It's fucked up. <laughs> we got them coming out of the bathroom. <laughs> yep, it's kind of fun. Uh, <laughs> uh, and so, yeah, we, we get through that. We get through the vault. Um, we navigate our way through the, um, through the Leviathan a little bit more. And you start to, as you get through the messages, you start to find that... Uh, He's kind of this at this point in the memories, he's starting to, you know, after after because I, I do think that's probably how they all like crashed in on him like that in that uh, in that vault room is they all just like they all showed up with all their boys, start kicking his ass. And he's like, oh, fuck. <laughs> he's like, oh, no. Um, yeah. Stop. Don't do this. Pretty much. Guys. Yeah. I thought we were homies. Yeah. And then, then he talks about how he 
kind of collapses in on himself. He just gives up. And he's especially hurt that Kyle betrayed him. Like, he genuinely... I think I think she's his Brutus. Like, that... You know, her, her just doing it hurts more than, than what happened, I think, to him. And I think that's largely due to, like, narcissism and a lot of other, uh, other things his character shows. But, um, yeah, he's, like, sincerely hurt. And then... I think it's as he reaches the edge of the universe, as he steps outside the Leviathan mm -hmm. and is witnessed for the first time. Mm -hmm. That's when you start to hear this sort of like clarity in his thoughts. Like, I think that's the first time in that whole dungeon. And this is right before the last encounter. Uh, those, those last couple uh, memories that you can pull. That's, he's, he's, he doesn't sound like he's behind that haze of wine. Yeah. Like, he finally sounds sober. Like, we are, are used to hearing him. Because it's so funny, like, we see him drinking that wine, but that's not really him. It's like a mechanical automaton. How does the mechanical automaton drink wine? That's the real question. I bet it's like drinking whatever fuels it. I could see that. I could see that. I just was like, wait, if he's a robot, how does he drink the mm -hmm. wine? Because I'm mm -hmm. stupid. Yeah, I bet it's I bet it's whatever fuels it, because I want to say when you shoot it, it's like that dark liquid. Yeah. And then when they're all busted up, like that liquid's kind of like coming out. True, true. Or maybe it serves some purpose if it's not the power source, but who knows? Yeah. But that. That's. He, that's that's when the change happens that's when and you go in and i think you uh it's really cool i think to see it does appear to be like a different kyatl than what we're used to uh seeing yeah this kyatl is almost it's almost like fighting gaul in a lot of ways uh just without his uh light gimmicks yeah like because yeah. She like jumps around, finds you, and then hits you with the big gun. Alex Stompy Stomp. Yeah. Stompy Stomp. You can't take her down. <laughs> well, not without a lot of work. But uh Yeah, it's pretty pretty interesting. And I uh I do I do find that the shift in his focus to it's also where I believe he notes that why shouldn't I be the last? Yeah, I thought that was really interesting. Yeah. Well, because what I really appreciated about it is he's saying this in the way of like, well, they don't want to be Cabal. I'm the Cabal. The Cabal are their emperor. Like, they're just pretending. Yeah. Is is what it, it is how it sounds to me, like what he's saying, and it it's a really it's a really interesting take. And he's like, well, no, you guys, why shouldn't I be the last one? You're not even us anymore. Yeah, it's definitely really interesting. I think. Well, I wonder. Do you think he knows about, like, he's got to know what happened to Tora Bottle? I don't think he cares anymore. He doesn't. Yeah, he care. doesn't. He's all like, damn, bro, that sucks. Anyways. 
Yeah. And if he's ascending to disciplehood, discipleship, because I think that might be part of it. I think he might not be all the way there yet, whatever he currently is existing as. Because he is driven. He is very driven and acting, like I said, in ways that, that don't normally uh, suit him. And he's trying to get that uh, his consciousness to that pyramid ship. Who do you think that ship belonged to? Or is it just like one of the many that, that uh, the, the, uh, the witness holds? No idea. It will be. It will be interesting to find out. Or at least see what he, uh, what he does with it. Because, uh, yeah, the helm is starting to get overgrown too. Yep, I'm a little worried about that. I'm like, oh no. Yeah, that that seems that seems like it should be <laughs> it seems like it should be more worrisome, especially as we discover that's how he spreads his consciousness. Yeah, I'm a little like I uh Eris, hey. can we um She doesn't care, she's not on the helm. <laughs> I know, but it's No, like... I'll talk to you through the thing, it's fine. <laughs> it's doing what? Uh I have another call. Click. <laughs> oh no, my connection, it's breaking. I can't hear you. Bye. It's like a video thing and she's just like crumpling chips. Oh god. It's, so, it's such a bad connection. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I I'm excited to see where it goes because it does it does end with I think in some ways I think the dungeon actually ends with even if it's just for an echo of Callus us doing for that echo of him that because if it is an echo of him it's an echo of him before he ascended before he uh before he changed fundamentally at the edge of the universe but i think i think we helped that echo like work out work out some shit in the same way that we're helping the uh did we unintentionally help callus become a disciple <laughs> uh i think i think uh like even without this dungeon yes oh no i think everything we did well like it's like earlier um with uh with um him outsmarting sabathun because he he uh he got us to to help honestly like I I really hope we do get to do the uh, the Guardians nightmare, and I hope it's Callus, because be we should feel guilty. Callus would not be where he is without our help, at least canonically. Or it'd be neat if there's at least like a little acknowledgement there, if you were like a, a vet, and you like played through all the different stuff in D one. You know how they like have like the the spicy the more spicy dialogue sometimes. I think that would be. I think that would be a cool little nod. But uh yeah, we need we should be uh we should be paying attention because I think I think this was important for predicting It's definitely interesting to go into to like happen. the mind of Callus cuz you know, we don't really Yeah. We don't really I mean we know, but we don't really know. Yeah, like we do and we don't and is scary. And it's so weird he leaves such a strong echo, but I guess, like, even... And he left such a strong echo in his special statue for us. Yeah. Huh. 
I always thought it was funny. Do you think that one, the gold one, is like a proto? Because it always seemed more clockworky than all the others. Like you could almost like hear the steam whizzing when it like turned around and he started to talk to you through the can. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. So I think, yeah, it's it's really interesting going inside of his head and learning how he got to where he is, and it's it's so interesting because it it all stems from him trying to change the empire because he knew it wasn't sustainable. It all stems from it's like it's like Callus's story is is like an asshole who tried to do the right thing, but it backfired on him because he's an asshole and now he's being like the biggest asshole he can possibly be to everyone who did that to him. Yes. He's like, God damn it, the one time I try to do something for you assholes <laughs> This is what you do? Alright, fine, fine, fine. I'm just going to be the last one. He just like, he went straight to Highlander after that betrayal. He's like, I've had enough. Yeah, of all of you. <laughs> this exile does not protect me from you. It protects you from me. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> oh, man. Lucy, you got any you got any final thoughts on um, on Callus and his uh, his journey and his uh, and, and his journey and to we, things we find in the d- duality dungeon disciplehood, yeah. I guess. Um, I definitely think Callus is a very interesting character. Definitely interesting. Um, I like that as we've we've encountered. I mean, we've we first encountered him in in. The beginning of year one of Destiny 2, a little bit. Mm-hmm. And then we've gotten to know him more and more and more. And now I'm like, I don't know about this cat. Like, like before, I was like, oh, he's cool, you know, he's gold, he's opulent, mm-hmm. he's got that drip, you know, he's cool, he's cool. But right. now, now I'm just like, uh, maybe, maybe becoming friends with Callus wasn't the best idea. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe this really is all our falls. Ooh. Having second thoughts. Yeah. <laughs> I think I think I agree with that. I think I think for me it's been I've always enjoyed Callus' character. Even coming into this season, I was really happy to see him back. And it, it, believe me, I, I do not sympathize with him at all. He's a bad character, but I just think he's really well written. Uh, so, you know, hat, hats off to you, Bungie, um, once again, uh, for for your creative teams. Uh, your creative teams work on, 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 on Callus and this season because while we work to steal ourselves against these uh these nightmares uh radiating out of the moon yeah and explore places of like mental health that we've touched on before but i i really like that it it's been expanded to more characters than just eris even though she dealt with like five of them and she's probably looking at us like, man, you guys are weak ass. <laughs> like, 
Like, oh, you've only you only had to deal with one. That's weird. I had five. Yeah, <laughs> like, that's crazy, man. <laughs> it's weird. Oh, just one. Yeah, I know. One could be a lot too, but five. <laughs> five is what I had. So I'm really I'm really glad that we get to do that in this dungeon with the bad guy. You know, we get to we get to hear their inner monologue as they kind of you know, in 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 the same way that Callus upended Cabal society, they did it right back to him. Yeah. Definitely. And it was only when he, you know, and another another great example is remember when we were talking about disciples. You know, he was at his lowest when he was finally seen, when he was finally witnessed. Just like Rolk. Indeed. Indeed. Oh man. So yeah, similar similar theme, similar journey. And honestly, like kind of similarly to Rolk's backstory. Obviously Callus is very different, but you find you find moments and passages where you have sympathy. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it's a, it's a great read. It's a great read. I think, um, you know, during during our investigation, we definitely had a uh, a cool experience. It, it like, what to say? Like, there was definitely some stuff I didn't think about till we got in here. But you know, I don't. We we knew he got ousted. And we knew he got sent into exile. But I guess we never really considered how that actually affected him because he seemed fine. Yeah. But we only met him once he had a renewed purpose. And like no wonder he didn't care about like trying to reassume command after we killed Gaul. Didn't you didn't you kind of expect that? Think it was weird? He didn't even try to get it back. He's just like, eh. Yeah. He didn't even try. He's like, no, nah, keep killing him. Fuck those guys. <laughs> uh yeah, so Okay. Got any shout outs this week? Uh, yeah, I, I, I guess. You can go first, though. Mm hmm. Um, I want to just take a moment and draw attention to and give a shout out to all the women in the United States who were incredibly dealt a uh, blow to their personal choices and freedoms this week and it looks like the the road ahead for the people responsible for that aren't stopping there uh we deserve so much better america we deserve so much better than this that we have So yeah, that's 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 real life, and it it affects affects every woman you know. So yeah, yeah. I was going to big deal. say yeah. something similar. And I'm uh, sorry, I didn't mean to steal your. No, thing. no, no, no. It's okay. It's okay. I was just going to say um, that uh, this is a really bad time. For everybody. Mm -hmm. uh, 
and this overturn of Roe v. Wade affects marginalized people a lot. People of color, especially people in more conservative aligning states. And it's hard because some of the Supreme Supreme Court justices have flat out said, oh, this isn't the end. It's just the tip of the iceberg. We're going to go after gay rights. We're going to go after contraceptives. We're going to go after everything. And it's really disheartening to see this, frankly, abuse of power is really mm. what it is. These Supreme Court justices, they lied under oath. They... They're more concerned with power than they are with actually upholding democracy. And mm -hmm. it's... Personally, I think they should all be, not all, but like the, the conservative ones that lied under oath saying, oh, we won't overturn Roe v. Wade. And now, huh, look what just happened. And this and yep. that, I, I think they should personally be impeached, but I am just one person. And it's just really disheartening, as I've already said, because like, as someone who is in a same-sex relationship in a conservative state, I very much worry for my safety and safety of other people who are in similar situations or worse situations. Like, it's, it's not going to get better unless we fight for it. That's really all we can do. right yeah. that's right oh. so yeah that's uh sorry to end on like a really somber note there but it's been heavy yeah it's just it's been a rough week <laughs> uh, yeah. i mean at least on the plus side some companies are giving out not giving but like giving you benefits for um, gender reaffirming Trigger care states, and yeah. reproductive rights. Bungie was one of them. Good job, Bungie. Yay. Like, yeah, good good for you guys. Yeah, it's just... <sighs> just screaming. Just screaming internally because, oh man, oh man, oh mm -hmm. man. It makes me very angry. And I don't care... If people get upset or cry and say, oh, think of the unborn children. I don't care. Think about the people who get raped. Think about the people who, like, they're not financially ready to have kids. Like, contraceptives fail, dumbasses. Like, hmm. She makes me really, really frustrated. I could do a whole rant about that for, like, five hours. Because I'm just like, people are stupid and you shouldn't force your religious beliefs on other people that's not that's not america america like we're supposed to, like for being land of the free not exactly very free are we hmm. 
It just frustrates me a lot. And yep. Yeah. It's really like all we can do is really, uh, I guess we have to do something. Sitting here and doing nothing makes us complicit, I guess. Yep. Uh, yeah, it's it's been heavy. It's been it's been a real heavy heavy thing. So. Yeah. Yeah, can't can't do nothing. Yep, can't do nothing. Can't do nothing. Don't stay quiet. Uh, so with with that, everyone. Uh, you know, obviously, Ashley, we've been affected, and you know, you, you probably are too. Uh, so, yeah, you take care of each other. Take care of yourself. Yeah. And you know, don't don't forget that you matter. You make a difference. We'll yeah. see you next time. Yeah. See you next time. Bye-bye. Toodles. That's off, Guardians. That's it for this week's discussion. Have any questions or comments about this episode? You can reach out to us on Twitter, at SpinFoilTheory, or write us an email at SpinFoilTheory at gmail.com. If you'd like to read our show notes, check out articles, listen to past episodes, and more, be sure to pay us a visit over at our website, SpinFoilTheory.com. Network. Mm-hmm.